Welcome to the Be Kind Podcast with your host, Joe Kirkner, presented by the Animal Advocates of South Central Pennsylvania. Wait for it. Welcome, everybody, to the Be Kind Podcast, part of the Animal Advocates' mission to create a more compassionate and loving world for all creatures. Whether they have 10 fingers, 10 toes, 8 fingers, 8 toes, or some combination of odd and even numbers, every animal and every creature deserves to be loved, and we're making it possible for everyone to love them too. I am joined today by John, once again. Hello. And Courtney, who's coming back. She may recognize her from a previous episode where she plugged all of her great vegan events and activism, and she's here to give us an update. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for coming back. That means we can't be too bad, right, John? Because we got a guest to <laughs> <Yeah>. come back. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't embarrass myself well, enough no, last time. So yeah, you did a great job. So, Courtney, what's been happening? Um, well, as you know, there's been a big shift in VegFest this year. Actually, VegFest was canceled this year. Really. You're referring to the Lancaster VegFest, correct? Just to give a little yes. background for our listeners. Yeah, Lancaster VegFest was supposed to have its fourth year, um, fourth event this year. And unfortunately, um, just with COVID, it didn't ease up enough. It wasn't safe enough to hold the event. And um, our city revoked all permits anyways. Yeah, we were forced to cancel, which is heartbreaking. I was really holding on to hope for a long time but you know me i can't just not do something (laughs) so i i did make an event that was it's kind of a consolation i guess for veg fest being canceled um i don't really like to say that it's veg fest because it's not um and it's not like doesn't really align with the core mission of veg fest it's more of just this separate mini event that i put on because you know, we had 200 amazing VIP bags lined up, and I had this idea of a type of event I wanted to put on. So I thought it was a great way to just sort of test this and do something small and do something for those people that really wanted to to have something to do, you know? Right. So can you go into a little more detail on what that event looked like? Yeah, of course. I modeled I'm calling it the VIP drive-through and I modeled it off of the VIP experience that normally happens at Lancaster VegFest. For like example, um, when you buy a VIP ticket for VegFest, you of course get your VIP bags that are filled with goodies and coupons and stuff. Um, but you also get an hour of early access to majority of the food vendors um, just to help, you know, you kind of like get to skip those huge lines and reach that vegan treats line early, which is always enormous. So instead of that hour early, they get this like exclusive access to the VIP vendors that'll be there. And that'll be set up as like a drive through style. So people will pull in and call in their order at a certain point in the line. But while they're sitting in line in their cars, there'll be vendors there so they can shop from their windows. So it's socially distanced and really safe and these small you know uh, businesses get to engage and do something too because unfortunately all of their events were canceled so it's just a great way to support vegan businesses and you know do something with the community <laughs> I was gonna say, that's actually like a really good idea and because your original plan well obviously was that veg fest but you your backup plan was to do something virtual 
Right. Yeah. And I, I did a virtual event for the sanctuary, mm-hmm. but by the time like October, you know, by the time fall was coming around, there's so many other veg fests that are offering virtual options. Mm-hmm. And I just felt the need to do something different. Um, yeah. something I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, instead of, you know, trying to go virtual and it's expensive and I feel like people just wanted something tangible. I just thought I would do like a smaller scaled thing in my community versus trying to reach people. Can you promote some of the vendors that will be at this VIP experience? Yes, of course. There's going to be three lines. Um, so one of the lines will have rendezvous food truck, which has really amazing like tempered sushi and buns. They're super good. And to accompany that line, there will be great cat vegan clothing. Um, which has amazing apparel. I think like every vegan that's gone to VegFest has picked up their future favorite shirt from this vendor. It's just, it's amazing, the designs that they have. And Renewal Kombucha will be in that line as well, which is a local kombucha brewer who's, again, amazing. And the second line will be Yeah Dogs, which is like a gluten-free and soy-free and beet-based vegan hot dog. Um, with all the accompaniments that come with that. Uh, Lancaster Farm Sanctuary, who will have their merch and be promoting their activism. And Conscious Cultures Creamery, which is a creamery in Philadelphia, who's just incredible. They have this brie cheese that will knock your socks off. So good. (laughs) Um, And the last line is Mexi Boys. And they have, they're just going to have so many things. Like the fried burritos, probably the most, recognizable <laughs> everyone <laughs> wants a fried burrito but they have like taquitos and nachos you name it they have it and in that line we'll have fishtown ferments which has like pickles and kimchi um, again they're from philly and Lancaster pharmacy will, who will have a bunch of tinctures that are locally made and organic flowers and all that kind of stuff can people still come and register or sign up to be a part of it whether they want yeah. to shop or be a vendor Um, Well, our vendor list is pretty much closed. I didn't want to overwhelm people. Um, I wanted enough lines where the traffic didn't get too backed up. But, you know, I also didn't want too much. I didn't want people to like feel like they needed to go around too many times either, you know. And since we're just testing it, I wanted to be modest (laughs) with this first round. But there are still tickets available. Um, I broke the tickets up into four time slots to ensure that, not everyone came at one time. Mm-hmm. So there's still openings in the last two time slots, which is like two to three and three to four. Um, and then there's an hour at the end just for like overflow or if people came early and they want to come back, they can go back through the drive through Nice. And where is this at again? Um, we're going to hold this at Lancaster Farm Fresh Cooperative off Roarstown Road. They're a sponsor of VegFest. So last year they were a presenting sponsor. And um, I called up Casey, who's their executive director, and like pitched this idea, which, you know, when you just talk about it, it sounds kind of ridiculous and crazy. It's like, oh, I'm going to do a drive through setup. But um, he was super into it. He's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was perfect because I needed a parking lot that had a that I could make a one-way entrance and a one-way exit just mm-hmm. so there wasn't buildup. And it just, it seems to work. So we're going to, we're going to go for it. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's such a good idea. (laughs) 
<laughs> good idea after the first one. <laughs> yeah, true, that. true. <laughs> in theory, it's a good idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my head, it's great. Yes. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> and where but, do yeah. people go if they want to buy a ticket? Um, they can go online. It's on our website, pavegfest.com. Um, and there's a button right there that says VIP ticket. Awesome. Yeah. So everyone, if you're missing out on your veg fest and still want to get your fix of all those vendors that you usually see around this time of year, go ahead to PA Veg Fest and buy your ticket today. And also you can pre-order vegan treats and pick it up with your bag, Yum. which is like this small detail that is probably the most work of everything. <laughs> but for me, I feel like people love vegan treats and you one get to skip the line altogether, and two, you don't risk running out of the thing you really want because you know it's pre-ordered. But there is a limit on the pre-order. I had to put a quantity limit because I just put the order in through them. So you know, hurry up so they don't run out of Boston cream donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so this is next Sunday, the twenty seventh. Yes. Okay. So you're telling me I have to edit this episode as soon as possible ASAP, and get it out like Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as we're recording <laughs> this, he's going to edit it. <laughs> yeah. And you also mentioned that you had a virtual event for Lancaster Farm Sanctuary. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how that went? Yeah. So that was the Great Farm Sanctuary Tour. It was. It actually kind of was inspired by my first idea for VegFest. I wanted to do a virtual VegFest and I was researching platforms and I found one that I thought worked great. And then sort of organically, I was thinking about the sanctuary and how that can use the platform. And then it just sort of blossomed into this idea that would have 10 different farm sanctuaries from across the U.S. holding a tour of their, you know, of their sanctuary. And everyone was able to like go in and it was incredible, honestly, um, it was, it was really amazing. I think I was like crying most of the time. Mm. Um, it was just like watching it. I mean, we were busy cause I had stuff to do in the background, like uploading the recorded videos, but as they were happening live, it was just, it was amazing to see, you know, we were sitting in Lancaster PA watching a tour of a sanctuary in Hawaii and, you know, just what they're talking about and like the difficulties they have, they were having like a hurricane, they have to prepare for a hurricane. So chaos was happening, but they were engaging with people and it was, it was really cool to see. Um, and we're going to do another one actually, because people really dug it. So we're going to do some different sanctuaries next time, but we'll probably end up launching tickets soon. And um, it's going to be sometime in November. We talked to a few people involved with farmed animal sanctuaries. Can you tell us a little bit about the differences between the different sanctuaries? Maybe the animals, how they um, manage the systems, or even just the geographical challenges they may face. Yeah, I think everyone has, you know, their own hurdles. Like right now, we have friends in California who have a sanctuary, and they had to evacuate. And, you know, those are plans they have to come up with before this, because it's it's a risk in California always, you know, just like sending them care and help whenever we can. But in Pennsylvania, we have the the winter. So we have to make sure we have, you know, we just did this huge barn um, fundraiser to put a, a barn up for the, the cows and the horses that we have. So we have to prepare for all weather. And I think everyone has their own mission. Ours, we put like veganism into like our core mission because we we don't want people to just come and see the animals we want them to be changed and affected so we really push the vegan message and we 
we push like animal rights as a whole, not just our animals, but all animals. And people do that in different ways, I think. Very much appreciate your vegan message between, behind Lancaster Farm Sanctuary because that's something that came up a few times when we were talking about a book we read about birds and we got into a semi-heated argument, oh, not argument, but conversation <laughs> about is there a point for learning things about animals just for the sake of learning them? And I think when you frame it from a vegan lens, that really gives you more purpose and agency behind this knowledge and experiences you have with these animals where it leads to changes in your life and hopefully greater society. Yeah, I agree. And I do think like information helps. You know, I don't know if you guys know that Lancaster holds like a annual fundraiser, like the their philanthropy day. It's called Extra Give. So ours is in November, but we're the only vegan organization, a part of it in Lancaster. And it's it's hard because, you know, we want to promote who we are as a sanctuary, but we have to make sure our messaging is also related to veganism. Every opportunity needs to be an opportunity we utilize for our activism. But part of the way we do that is giving information. Like, you know, people don't often know how long a cow is is pregnant for. It's And that their pregnancy is actually very similar to humans. And sometimes when they know that, it kind of makes them understand how horrible and devastating it is for that cow to have their babies taken away from them at the end of that long process and that connection that's formed. And we have a mother-daughter you know, duo here at the sanctuary. And when we talk about their story and we talk about how close they are and this little like family that they just get to enjoy themselves here, I think it does hit home, just those facts. And But then I also love how you take that next step, which really elevates to the next level, where you lay out the facts, pull on people's heartstrings, and they say, but you can make a difference today by going vegan. Absolutely. I think it's probably appropriate to bring up a Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote today. Yes. But, you know, she, she had a quote, and it was, I'm just paraphrasing, but it was, fight for what you believe in, but do it in a way that people want to join you. And I think that's really powerful because, you know, that's something you have to keep in mind when you're in activism. You want people to join. You want people to follow along. You want people to change their lives for something you believe in and you need them to believe in it too. So thinking about people in that way and thinking, how can I give them this message that will make them want to join us? It's so critical because it's, you have to drop your ego and you have to drop what you believe in or not what you believe in, but you have to drop how you believe they should be doing it and try to meet them where they are and guide them to where they need to be. And you're doing that with VegFest as well because by framing veganism in a, look not luxurious, but a, a very extravagant, even not extravagant, just a very positive, full of yeah. awesome things environment, showing people all the great vendors and clothing and food and products out there that they can enjoy and not harm animals is another fantastic way to create a movement that people want to join. I agree. Yes. And I'm a very competitive person. So for me, it's like, I need VegFest to be the best event in Lancaster. Um, not the best vegan event, just the best event. Because for me, the best event should be vegan to show them that veganism, there's no sacrifice in it. You know, you make this choice and it's not a hard choice to make. Like, Nowadays, there's vegan substitutes for everything. It's so easy to do, but people are still scared of it. And I think 
they come to VegFest and there's not a lot of pressure and it's a ton of fun and they walk away with this experiential memory that hopefully stays with them. And then maybe they come to the sanctuary and they have an emotional connection to an animal. And at some point, we hope it clicks. Our core belief is that we don't have the right to consume animals. Like that's that's what's in our hearts. Like just simply don't have the right to do it. But that's not what our society teaches us. So we need to help people make those connections to lead them to that conclusion. Yeah, I was at work having a conversation with somebody and they asked me why I don't drink milk. And I, like you were saying, I said, we live in a society where I don't have to. And I know for a fact that cows and the systems that are in place to extract the milk from them are not humane or positive the cows if given the option would not be a part of this so since i live in a society where i don't have to do that i don't and everyone was looking at me like oh my god i never thought of it that way and i go really how has that never happened but we take it for granted a lot yes absolutely it's easy to take for granted because it does make once you're in it and once you've been vegan for a while and you realize how easy it is and those messages the things that are happening just don't make sense it's it's just logical it's so logical that we can't comprehend anything else and when people don't haven't already made those connections it's easy not to get how they you know how they don't see it (laughs) but we have to keep it in mind just so you know we meet them at their level and if we're going to take our activism farther then you know we need to we need to talk to people in a way that they're going to comprehend and not get defensive so what's up next after your vip event any other future plans Um, Well, the VIP event, and then there will be the next Great Farm Sanctuary Tour in November. And then really VegFest, like the next VegFest is, you know, I hit the ground running. I have the vendor signups already up for the 2021 VegFest. And I'm moving forward with planning that, like the normal event we've all come to to rely on. So I'm just crossing my fingers and moving forward and hoping that that works. Oh, God, it's halfway through September already. I, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But that means that we're almost done with 2020. So <laughs> Which can come soon enough. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so. hey, well, those yeah. are all really the questions I have. John, do you have anything you'd like to add? Uh, I can't think of anything really. Uh, I'm just I'm so glad you're still doing something because I know... It, this year has just been so awful and like so many things have been canceled and everything. It's nice to see there's a little gleam of light there where something great is still happening. So I'm glad you're still doing it in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. I, I am too. I love organizing events. It's like my calling. So to be able to do anything, I mean, I would love to have my normal event because Langster Veg Fest, the core mission is really to be inclusive and accessible. I always have it free. I always have it in the city because of public transportation. This is definitely not that. So that still breaks my heart because it just takes away a little bit of of why I do what I do. But this VIP event is kind of a consolation and it's something. Yeah. Actually, I do have a question. Um, Since this is a drive-through thing, does, does that mean, what about people that do not have access to a car? That's like, that's the part of it that, that hurts. It's, you know, people, I'm hoping people will invite their, like have family, Mm -hmm. um, people close to them in their cars, you know, as long as that's safe for them and they're in their household. Yeah. 
because, you know, you can buy one ticket and have like six people in your car if you wanted to. So everyone can still enjoy the drive through. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a struggle of this. Um, there was a lot of compromises made and mm-hmm. that's always hard when you have a really strong mission. It definitely goes against a lot of it. There's a lot of inconsistencies, but that's kind of why I say Lancaster Veg Fest is canceled because this is not Lancaster Veg Fest. This right. is, this is a mini event. This is a VIP event. Like, it's it's not the mission of Lancaster Veg Fest. Some another issue that sometimes the vegan movement has is we're so hard on ourselves and so quick to point out those inconsistencies or contradictions mm-hmm. that exist within our ethical choices, saying, "Oh, well, you don't eat meat or dairy or eggs, but you wear a leather belt, so you're terrible." Well, or you killed that mosquito or anything like that, or you drive a car with leather seats. Or you drive a car with terrible gas mileage. There's just so many ways people could poke holes in it. At the end of the day, what you're doing is having an incredibly net positive effect on animals and the vegan movement. So all those other things or other nitpicks or picks that nits that people pick, (laughs) thank God for editing, (laughs) will uh, not really matter in the long run. Yeah, I agree. I think... Like, no one's complained about the inconsistencies I see with the mission of VegFest and this VIP event, but I see it, and, you know, I'm the hardest on myself, and for me, it's, I feel like I was up against a wall with a lot of things. I wanted to create a physical event, and I had a ton of limitations, and this is, this is as good as I could get it, Um, and next year, I'll make it up to our community by having the best event yet. (laughs) the best event that happens to be vegan. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Lancaster Veg Fest, it's like, I want people to be able to walk in and not spend a dime and have an amazing time. You know, we have like free entertainment and kids stuff and speakers and there's samples everywhere and there's games and it's just, I don't want people to have to like, I don't, I want to crush that whole like, you know, veganism is too expensive and it's not accessible. And, you know, it's, I'm trying to break down all those barriers, at least in this one day, <laughs> as much as you can in one day. It, it is a struggle when I was thinking through like this, this event, but I think it's okay. I, you know, I want to do a lot more mini events. Not all of them are going to be for everyone. Point is, is that Lancaster Veg Fest is still what it is and will continue with the help of a lot of people (laughs) well courtney i'll give you the final words any parting words for our listeners stay safe (laughs) try to be positive we're going to get through 2020 as much as i can say i think (laughs) i i feel fairly hopeful right now i can hear moksha mooing in the background you know if you if you need a break from something i suggest coming to the sanctuary because it is it is uh peaceful and We'll keep you grounded. <laughs> and we'll put links to all that and more in the show notes. All right. Well, thank you for being on here again. Uh, we always love talking to you. You're an awesome person. And we really appreciate you. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. And you don't need to hang up. I'm going to stop recording. <laughs>